calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Excuse me. Pardon us, coming through. Wow, there sure are a lot of people gathered here in the park for the fireworks show tonight. Oh yeah, Drac. The 4th of July is one of the best nights of the year. Fireworks are super fun. And that is why we must find the best possible spot to watch them go off, Ren. Such as this spot right here. Works for me. And apparently uh, other people like this spot too. Hmm. Ugh, I swear this event gets more and more crowded every year. Should I show them that I am a vampire? I may not actually use my fangs, but they'll still do the trick if we need to scare some people out of our way. No, no, you're a good vampire, Drac. We don't want people thinking you're not the sweet, funny, and curious kind. I am also the kind that does not like people smooshing up into our personal space, but I see your point. I guess everyone loves things that go boom in the night as much as we do. Uh, how long until the sun sets? Hmm, about a half hour or so? So we have some time to kill? Okay, I know where this is going. Well, do you know how fireworks actually work? I don't. Seems like a good topic to quench one's thirst for knowledge. If one had such a thirst. One definitely does. Let's learn about fireworks, Ren! curiosity for this deep dive on fireworks, right? But of course. Well, where is it going to go? There are too many people all around us. Hmm, you're right. <sighs> I guess we need to give up our most excellent viewing spot and go somewhere a little less squeezed in, don't we? Probably for the best. Excuse us, coming through again. Okay, we're far enough away from everyone now, Drac. Coffin of curiosity, up here. Computer, today's topic is fireworks. Let's find out how they work. Okay, let's start with the basics. Firecrackers! Ugh, computer! Don't scare me like that! Ugh, okay.
Okay, where were we? Oh yeah, firecrackers. According to this very cheeky computer, firecrackers are pretty simple stuff. They're made of gunpowder or flash powder wrapped in a tiny tube with a fuse to ignite it. I wonder who came up with the idea of firecrackers first? It was actually an accident, Drac. The discovery of gunpowder happened over a thousand years ago in China. Supposedly, a monk named Li Tian came up with the first firecracker after stuffing a mixture of charcoal, saltpeter, and sulfur into a piece of bamboo. The hot mixture became combustible inside the tight space and boom! The heat caused it to explode. Well, I bet that scared that monk more than the computer scared you. Right? As the story goes, the monks were the first to use this new invention to make loud noises for celebrations and to scare away spirits. Uh, if I was a ghost, I would definitely do my hunting somewhere else after that. It wasn't long after this that gunpowder found its way from China to Europe. Some say that it was Marco Polo who brought it home after a trip, but experts mostly believe that the Europeans would have known about gunpowder for weaponry before that. So the Europeans also used gunpowder for fireworks in their celebrations too? They sure did. Italians specifically get the credit for figuring out how different metallic powders could create different colors in fireworks. Before we get to the stuff used for big shows, tell me more about some of the more simple fireworks. Can do. Let's start with sparklers. Sparklers are a mix of charcoal and sulfur, which is the fuel. Water is added to that too, along with sugar or starch to bind it all together. Once it all dries on a steel wire, light it up and watch it sparkle away. And all that stuff together is what allows a sparkler to burn slowly uh, instead of instantly exploding? That's right. The fuel and something called an oxidizer are proportioned evenly with everything else so there's no quick thing. So tell me more about aerial fireworks, the kind we're about to see. They're actually kind of a mix of firecrackers and sparklers. Each aerial firework is housed inside a container made from pasted paper and string in the form of a cylinder. Inside that are stars, a bursting charge, and a fuse. Stars? Like the ones we see in the sky at night? <laughs> Not quite. These stars are spheres or cubes that are made from a sparkler-like composition. The bursting charge is similar to a firecracker, which is in the center of the shell. And then the fuse makes all of that light up and explode at a specific time. And at the right altitude in the sky for full effect. What I love most about aerial fireworks is that they come in so many shapes, styles, and colors which is all determined by how the shells are filled, the color of the powder, different explosives that can crackle or whistle, and whether it's a single shell or a multi-break shell for the container. Oh, what's the difference between a single shell and a uh, multi-break shell? Simply put, a single shell goes off once. A multi-break goes off in phases. Another fun fact about aerial shells, they look like ice cream cones. Oh yeah? How so? There's a cone bottom where the fuel goes, then the scoop, houses the stars and bursting charge. Delicious, even if inedible. So the shape that the fireworks take in the sky when they finally explode, is that something that is determined by the way the shells are stuffed? Boom, pun intended. According to the computer, the fireworks shapes are created by an outline of them inside of the star pellets. Explosives are put inside the pellets to make them blow outward to then create a larger figure. So what are all the different shapes that aerial fireworks can be made into? There's the palm, which explodes outward and curves down like palm tree limbs. Then there's the round shell, which explodes in a spherical shape of stars. Oh, what about the one that looks like willow tree branches? That's called, wait for it, 
The willow! They have a high charcoal composition that allows the light to burn longer as it falls to the ground. And the ones that look like squiggly snakes that go up in different directions? That's called a serpentine. But of course it is, because snakes. Well, now we know the history of fireworks and how they work. So next, I want to know why they're connected to the 4th of July and uh, what other celebrations are used for in other cultures. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Computer, that is not funny. <laughs> Seriously, Jack? I'm sorry, Ren. It is a little funny. Who knew the computer had a sense of humor? Most explosive night of the year! Let's learn why fireworks in the fourth go together like peanut butter and jelly. Or fetching floppy hats and robes! <laughs> anyway, back to the fourth of July. After British colonists gained their independence from England, fireworks became the go-to way to celebrate that freedom. Uh, but why July 4th? That was the day after the Founding Fathers of America finished and signed the Declaration of Independence, July 3rd, 1776. Such a huge day deserves a huge celebration. That's right. But it wasn't just Independence Day that helped reinforce the use of fireworks and patriotism. During the War of 1812, Francis Scott Key wrote the poem that would later become the lyrics to the Star-Spangled Banner. America's National Anthem? That's it. With lines like the rocket's red glare and bombs bursting in air, you can't help but think of fireworks. Totally. So what other cultures use fireworks for their celebrations? There's India's Festival of Lights, or Diwali, which is associated with their goddess of prosperity, Lakshmi. There's one in England every year too, right? That's Guy Fawkes Day. He tried to blow up the House of Parliament, but luckily he got caught before he could. The English people lit bonfires to celebrate the thwarted plot. And as the years went by, burning bonfires was replaced with fireworks shows. Some countries celebrate Christmas with fireworks too, don't they? In South American countries, setting off firecrackers, Roman candles, and sparklers is a traditional way to celebrate. And then of course there's New Year's Eve. Which is celebrated with fireworks by countries all over the world. Okay, Ren, my thirst for knowledge is just about quenched. Let's finish up with some fun facts about fireworks that most don't know. Okay, remember how I told you the Chinese invented the first firecrackers? Well, sometimes they'd use them to scare off big mountain men. <laughs> Computer, not cool. <laughs> Got you that time. Just tell me another fun fact. Well, this wasn't so much a fun fact, but did you know that fireworks are bad for the environment? 
Not only do they release pollution into the air, but they also can't be recycled. So what's the best way to get rid of used fireworks? Most cities have special disposal methods. You just have to call your town's waste department and ask what those are. Is anyone working on a way to make environmentally safe fireworks? There are military scientists trying to create safer, cleaner methods of flares and explosives that use different types of chemical reactions. The hope is that one day those methods can be used to make fireworks as well. Here's hoping! And I do believe we have learned enough, Ren. Time to go watch the sky light up! Woohoo! Whoa! The spot where we were going to watch the show is even more packed now! Uh, what do we do? You know, I think back here away from the crowd is the best spot. All we need to do is sit down and enjoy the show. You're right! I love it when a plan comes together. If you enjoyed today's episode of Drek, make sure to press that follow button so you can join us for the next episode right here on Go Kid Go Network. like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.